Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Into the Fire podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Sherry. And I'm Bill. And Nim is here as well. Kind of kitties. And um, this is just going to be a short podcast. Um, recognizing Hobbit Day, September 22nd. It's, I think, our second annual Hobbit Day podcast. Is it? Or did we do one before, I think? I don't think we podcasted Hobbit Day before. Um, I mean, we did it once, but I don't think once. we did it twice. So um, this is the second. So it is the joint birthday of Bilbo and Frodo, and um, we always do something for it. Um, some days we've uh, watched the movies. Um, I don't know if I will this time, but um, we also, we tend to you know, make a nice dinner for it. And I was at work all day, so um, do you want to talk about some of the delicious things you made? Because well, you, you really went all out. I made uh, a Limbus bread recipe I hadn't done before from the Middle Earth online set of recipes. And um, sort of like a biscuit with... Uh, Optional raisins. So I did put raisins in it. And uh, I pres- I had so I interrupted no, you. Right. I presume you could put in whatever kinds of dried fruit you prefer. You know, raisins or dried cranberries or dried blueberries, currants, whatever you like. I haven't tried it yet, but it would be I think it would be good with honey and or butter or jam. Um, I certainly I tried it with butter and jam and it was delicious. Yeah, it was really good with butter. And um, the jam I tried it with is a blueberry lime jam from the Thornton W. Burgess um, Nature Center, which... It's in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, actually, uh, my boyfriend and his family visited there this year. I haven't been there in years. Um, but if you find yourself... Um, sandwich. It's in Sandwich. You know, I, you know the Cape kind of area of Massachusetts. Yeah. I highly recommend visiting, and I recommend... Um, reading his books. Um, Burgess wrote, okay, they're about the reading level of, like, chapter book readers, but they're the stories about animals, and... They're a fun read for any age, but... Um, they're anthropomorphic, but they've got a lot of information about how they, you know, really live their lives. So they are it was kind of educational and a cute story, so I do recommend them. And the Nature Center is also known for producing jams and jellies. They're really good. And now back to Lord of the Rings. Um, she made these excellent stuffed mushrooms. Um, Hobbits being known for um, how much they love mushrooms and I love mushrooms if they're done right. Yeah, we 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 all love mushrooms, uh, as in in this family. Now, uh, <laughs> the mushrooms and the stuffed mushrooms are local. Uh, the majority of them are from Kennett Square here in Pennsylvania. Yep. And uh, what's the kind we were growing or are growing? Oyster mushrooms. Oyster mushrooms. Well, the oyster mushrooms that I used as part of the filling, we grew right out back. 
and um, we've got a potato soup. Yeah. Well, first I want to say that the stuffed mushrooms recipe came from Delish. The potato soup is a slow cooker potato soup uh, made by the Spiffy Cookie, who uh, adapted this from Middle Earth recipes. Oh, there you go. Just like the Limbus bread came from the same site. Um, and I, I did it in the crock pot. Uh, and you transferred it to this, um, <laughs> this isn't what you cooked it in, but you transferred it to this... A bean pot. A, a bean pot from um, Peter Potts. Um, Potts, that's another New England business that if you are... In Rhode Island. If you are in the area of it, I highly recommend checking it out. Yes, I'd like to get, like, a few dishes from Peter Potts, like, maybe next year. Um, Beautiful dishes, sculptures, the um, the Quahog Bank. Quahog pig, whatever. Yeah, they made it a, a hybrid between a pig and a clam, and it's cute. Uh, um, but they they have a lot of things, and it's very picturesque there. Um, I did a. Oh, I'm going to butcher the name of this. A char charcuterie charcuterie board. With four different kinds of cheeses, crackers, and grapes. Yeah. And I figured you can't have uh, a Hobbit Day without some sausage, so we have uh, uh, smoked sausage uh, to go with our meal. And uh, we have a dessert plate that's not made by me, because I had a busy day, yeah. but... Uh, <laughs> Apple pie rolls uh, and also ginger cookies. So, and of course, for, beverages. For the over 21 hobbits only, we got uh, Starborough wine, which is from New Zealand, which is, you know, where Lord of the Rings was filmed. I haven't gotten into it yet, but there's a. And uh, uh, also, Bill got some pumpkin beer. Yeah, it's a pumpkin beer. It's a. Uh... Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. I, I'm a fiend, so I try to sample all the pumpkin-flavored ales when, uh, when fall hits. Anyhow, um, Sarah will be posting pictures of the meal uh, on various whatever sites she posts the pictures on. Uh, you can kind of say what they are. I mean, I, I post on Facebook or... Um, I'll post on Merry Band of Dwarves, the group, which, um, if you're not in it and you listen to the podcast, you can go ahead and join. Um, I'll be posting it on Cast of the Fire podcast page. I will post on Withy Wendell Cosplay. And I'll post on my personal Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. And... Oh, a special shout-out to a local Facebook friend of mine, Carrie Horner, who happens to share her birthday today with uh, both Bilbo and... Uh, Frodo. Frodo, sorry. <laughs> I've got a mouthful of food. Yep. Um, anyhow, I hope Carrie has a wonderful birthday today. And I've been continuing to do the Conqueror quests, um, Lord of the Rings quests, so I have passed the Shire, and I'm on the Fellowship quest, and I've passed Weathertop. 
I've still got hundreds of miles to go to the next ending, which is going to be Moria. I'm somewhat slowed down because I'm trying to do the Game of Thrones ones at the same time, and they have a time limit where you have to finish all of them within two years of purchase. The Lord of the Rings ones don't have that time limit as long as you haven't started them out of your um, saved codes yet. And for some diversity, I'm doing the Yellowstone quest right now. And I haven't gotten real far on it. Now, I will say, the Lord of the Rings ones are you know, pretty accurate on the distance and geography. They're maybe not perfect, perfect, but they're close enough. The Game of Thrones ones are wildly off on distance. They have to be using a different scale on their map. I think there's a Jon Snow one for Beyond the Wall, and it's like 96 miles to be Jon Snow leaves Castle Black, goes up into the Frost Fangs, goes his route back to Castle Black, goes back to Craster's Keep again, goes back to Castle Black again, and then goes to Hardhome. That's, that should be a lot more than 96 miles. I mean, it's arduous enough as is, but... It's not accurate. And the others have the same issue. But the metals still look really cool. Now, one thing about my Lembus bread, Elven Lembus bread recipe, is it calls to wrap them in a, a real leaf, apparently, called Malorn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Malorn is... Not a real leaf. Oh, it's not. It said, like, if you can't find Malorn leaf... So then... many recipes are claiming, like, oh, if you can't find it, as if it's something to find. Yeah. It's Tolkien's version of a giant uh, beech tree that has somewhat of a different uh, winter cycle within the leaves fall. Like, the leaves stay golden all winter, so it doesn't really have a time of year when it doesn't look pretty. Well, I didn't have a chance today because I was busy to look up Malorn. And I also didn't have a chance to make the the felt leaves I was going to make. But I'll say the these Limbus bread is actually in a leaf shape. And it's closer to an accurate beach kind of leaf shape than any of the usual quote unquote Malorn designs you see most I I blame the movies for this because they decided that the elven uh, brooch that the hobbits have is going to be like this three-lobed leaf thing. Oh, like a sassafras. Yeah. Or Sort of. Sort of. Uh, well, sassafras I'm, is two, three. It doesn't really look sassafras-like, okay. but it certainly doesn't look like a beech leaf. It's got three lobes. And an actual beech leaf has no lobes. It has kind of a toothed edge. but So it looks closer to what this leaf cookie cutter made than anything like the movies used. And most of the Malorn designs you find are going to be based on the movie. The one Malorn drawing that's attributed to Tolkien... 
looks like big beech trees. So... Just... <laughs> so he invented a plant, basically. He invented more than one plant. Well, that's true, I guess so. You got your ethylas. I mean, he, he made ants, which I presume are plants. <laughs> Even if they're not trees, technically. Pipe weed if it isn't quite normal tobacco. Um, whether you want to interpret earth bread as a normal potato or not, that's up to you. If you don't recognize that, that is from the Silmarillion and the Children of Hurin. It is not mentioned in The Hobbit. But it's pretty funny because um, the dwarf was claiming that if humans found out about it, they'd make it extinct, which, was, which is pretty perceptive of uh, human nature. But nothing like a potato is ever going to be extincted by yeah. humans, certainly not. And I question <clears throat> whether well, uh, potatoes were available. Of course, it's a fictitious world. It's fictitious, fictitious. but... Uh, there are no Andean mountains, although he, there may be equivalent somewhere. He threw in a few um, plants that would not have been found in Europe before um, any exchange with America. And unless you're going to, you know, say they came from Numenor or something, you know, some things are just water hobbits without their taters and, you know, farmlands without cornfields. Let's just uh, ignore the biology just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Explore your fantasy. Anyway, I hope you all have a happy Hobbit Day, and if you... Have any of your own traditions or recipes that you've made? We'd love to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, let us know. Give us a shout out. Uh, thank you for listening to Cast Into the Fire podcast, and have a good evening. Good night. Happy Hobbit Day.